everybody, welcome back to Initiators. This is episode six. Man, I hope we're recovering from last week, talking about humility and what it all means to us as initiators. And today, just as promised, we're going to talk about its arch nemesis, its evil twin called pride. Pride is pride is the bad thing. Pride is the destructor. So I'm, I'm, I don't want to make this too lighthearted, but I have to say, because I'm a huge Star Wars fan... Um, there was, a, there was a, a quote that Anakin Skywalker said. He said, sometimes we must let go of our pride and do what is asked of us. You know, we humans all, all, always fall victim to pride and, you know, it can be, we can allow it to be our downfall. We need to take off our pride and simply complete the mission that we set. Pride comes before the fall, remember? So, okay, Anakin, I hear you. Now, initiators must always let go of our pride to activate our mission. But again, not to downplay pride, uh, I do love Star Wars, but anyway, let's be serious about this. C.S. Lewis said, pride is the great sin. He also said, the essential vice, the, uh, the utmost evil is pride. Unchastity, anger, greed, drunkenness, and all that are mere flea bites in comparison. It was through pride that the devil became the devil. That's what C.S. Lewis said. See, pride leads to every other vice. It is a complete anti-God or anti-lover state of mind. It is pride, which has been the chief cause of misery in every nation, in every family situation, since the world began. Humility versus pride. Fighting to be the gatekeepers of our lives. So it's kind of like this whole light and dark side. The light side is humility. The dark side is pride. And that's what struggles over our soul each day. So put yourself a strong cup of coffee on. Grab that adult beverage. This one's going to be a tough, tough subject as we talk about pride. Welcome to Initiators. Let's take on pride together. Let's do it now here on Initiators. Hi, I'm Michael Shevsky, your host, and you're listening to the Initiators podcast. An initiator creates change in themselves to create change in the world around them. An initiator is a passionate servant in helping others succeed and grow. An initiator creates paradigms of hope and enlightenment. An initiator is a leader that inspires, engages, and invites all people into the gateways of breakthrough perspectives and worldviews. To be the change you want to see, well, you must initiate it first. Welcome to Initiators. Hey everybody, welcome back to Initiators Podcast. I'm so glad you're here and I'm really pumped today to take on this topic called pride. And I'm going to tell you it is enormous, an enormous topic that we have to come face to face with because pride is the beast that kills the initiator, okay? So, um, you know, we're talking about pride, and, you know, let me do this. Let me take you back to that very first episode. We talked about the bookends, just like kind of we talked about last week when it come, with humility. There's that bookend with Paul writing to the Philippians, chapter 2, verse 3. It says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. So Paul really hits pride right there. And then, of course, he goes off, you know, consider others better than yourself. That's the humility side. So just in that scripture, there's really two bookends in that scripture. But Paul calls it both out, okay? So pride is this prevalent evil, if you ask me, that lurks around in our psyche, in our world, 
causes so many problems, um, been probably the cause of many wars, many, many, many battles with, like I said, households and friendships and work relationships. Pride is nasty. So, you know, that's what we're talking about today. We need to do a couple things with pride. We need, number one, is we need to recognize it. Number two, we got to figure a way how to, how to get it out of our lives if we're dealing with it. And number three is try to uh, understand that pride is going to be the thing we're going to be dealing with as initiators with other people because pride is this kind of, you know, this, this thing that's in us and, and around us that's the outpouring of pride gives us the result of what people, you know, what what people are doing in their lives, being unhappy, not, not, not maximizing their potential, all that kind of stuff. So, an initiator cannot and should not exhibit any pride. But guess what? It's going to be tough. We're going to have our downfalls. We're going to have some. We're going to have some. Uh, you know, mistakes. We're going to have some. You know, good and bad days. But for the most part, we as initiators, as an initiator lifestyle, have to continuously re reinvigorate ourselves with humility. When we feel pride coming in. We've got to kind of capture it. We got to recognize it. We got to call it out. It's going to be around, guys. So. Don't be so hard on yourself. It's difficult to live this life more of a, uh, of a humble and more of a humility type of an approach. However, pride will try to seep in and we'll fail someday. So don't worry. But here are some things. There's a short list of the fruits of pride um, that, that, that you're going to see and that probably we've seen in ourselves. Okay, so here's what pride, here's the fruits of pride. Here's what pride produces in us. Conceit, self-righteousness, it produces boasting. Selfish ambition, showing off, you know, showing off our skills and our talents, you know, letting it look at me, that kind of person, right? That's typically vanity. Impatience is very prideful. Um, you know, uh, I, the, the I want mentality, I want, I want, I want, I got to have that, I got to have that, I got to have that, I, I, I. Um, pouting, jealousy, anger, the what about me mentality, and what about me? And nobody's paying attention to me, right? That's all pride. You know, there's cause for resentment that 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 um, that that pride produces this resentment of others because they have something better than we do. Pride gets in our way. Pride is is something that just kind of darkens our day. We cannot see clearly because we're always worried about us. Pride is the I I I. Most pirates. This is a joke. Okay, so again, please. It, most pirates are prideful because they always say I I I. That's just a joke. Okay. Anyway, pride has to do with I, not a whole lot of you. So let me ask you a question. With me just saying what I just said and some of those fruits that I just listed off, there's tons of, there's tons more. Can an initiator operate with pride and its fruits? I think you know the answer to that. There's just no way we can because humility does not have a space. Okay. So here's, here's what I'm going to do. I want to give you this self-test. It's called, Are You Proud? That's the name of the test. I don't know if that's the name. That's what I just called it. I just named it. I just named it, Are You Proud? The following is a self-evaluation quiz to help you determine whether you have a tendency towards pride. Be honest. I mean, be brutally honest with yourself. Because this is, okay, this is just between you and yourself. That's it. You don't need to tell anybody the results. Just you and yourself. So here is the test, and thank goodness we're doing a podcast because you can go back and listen to it, write them down, maybe answer them as you go along. But if you start answering yes to a number of these, there's some pride that's going to be within you that's going to have to be addressed if you want to be more the initiator, if you want to create 
you know, a new paradigm for yourself and a new worldview in helping others. Pride has got to be dug out somehow, some way. So here we go. The first question is, do you spend more time thinking about yourself than you do about God or your higher power or other people? Number two, do you make yourself the center of most conversations? How many people do that, right? They hear people conversing, conversing, but they want to say, yeah, but let me tell you what I did. Okay, so you know that, right? You've seen it, okay? Here's a third question. Do you compare yourself with others, judging yourself favorably? Well, I can do that better. Well, that's not, yeah, that's, that's not great, but I mean, of course, me, if I did it, I'd be, I'd be fantastic. I've done it better, okay? Uh, another question. Do you take credit for your own looks, intelligence, and abilities? Now, that's a funny one because we seem to do that. Look, look how pretty I am. Look how handsome I am. Look how cut I am. Look how buff I am. Look how this... But we never, ever really try to uh, realize that we may have some really good genetics, too, that we have no choice in the matter. So being, rather than being humble and thanking your genetics and saying, yeah, well, you know, I'm blessed with these genetics, we can kind of just say, yeah, I really, I, you know, look at me, I look great. Okay? Here's another question. Do you take sole credit of your success or life position? Or do you take a lot of credit? Because remember, no matter where you're at now, yeah, you can say, I worked really hard, but there were people along the way. There's inevitably a number of people that are part of your success path. So you've got to recognize those. But if you say, I take all the credit, we might be dealing with pride. Do you try to make sure that others are aware of your personal gifts and possessions? Do you show off? I mean, that's the question. Do you show off? You can answer that honestly. Okay, don't tell me, don't tell anybody else. But answer it honestly. Do I show off? Do you think you deserve more of this world's good things than other people do? Do you think there's a specialness about you that you should get more than everybody else? Again, answer, question, answer this question for yourself. Are you willing to pursue your selfish goals even if it means others get hurt in the process? That's a tough one to answer because you don't want to sound mean, but you got to answer it. You're like, I mean, if you kind of say, you know what, I don't care who's in my way. I'm stepping up. I'm going to go ahead and take care of it. If you're, if you're in my way, I'm running over you. That's what I'm talking about, okay? And do you ever think you do not really need God or other people? That's answered. That's qu- that's a question that's asked twice in this in this list because it's so important. We need other people, and we need our God. We need you need your higher power. You need your connection. So, if you're trying to do it solo, you're being very, very, very prideful. So go ahead and answer these questions. Do it a few times. Answer them honestly. Please do that because it's important to know where you stand when it comes to pride. If you want to continue in, in, in an initiator world um, and live a paradigm, live this, live this worldview, um, you're never going to ever, ever going to achieve that if you have these elements, elements of pride inside of you. Okay, so pride will dissolve two major ingredients that we talked about last week regarding humility. The pride will dissolve your compassion and it will dissolve your gratitude because compassion has to do about helping others and gratitude is have, having to do and being thankful and being have that deep sense of, 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 of contentment with yourself. Pride doesn't allow for either of those. Therefore, pride would not allow for humility. So if we dissolve those two components, then we begin to dissolve humility.
So where does pride and the initiator slash leader fit into all this? Well, I can tell you this, it'll never work. It'll never work. You cannot be a leader, an effective leader. You cannot be an effective initiator if you're a prideful person. This is why we have to go through this test that we talked about a little bit ago. Here's why. Because prideful leaders or prideful initiators, again, remember, initiators and leaders are synonymous, they're interchangeable. But prideful leaders readily contract a Superman syndrome. I can do it all. I don't need anybody's help. I can carry the world on my back. And then they, at the same time, they tended to value the benefits of teamwork. I got it, right? You know those people. I got it. Don't do it. Yeah, I'll do it myself, okay? Not good for a business. Not good for a household leadership. Not good for any kind of leadership in your life. Again, these principles don't just, allow, uh, don't just apply to business, but it can apply to your personal lives, your, your friendships, anything that you're a leader, an initiator in, okay? Here's another thing. They, prideful leaders, prideful initiators rely on their own prowess to solve problems, they're going to say, I got this figured out. Don't worry about it. I got it. Kind of like the Superman syndrome, but, you know, I've got it figured out. I got all the skills I need to have here. And they are blinded by their self-centeredness. These leaders are unable to appreciate their str- the strength in others. Nobody's, you know, in other words, nobody's better than me. I have the right answers about everything. This is a problem, folks. Prideful leaders and prideful initiators have a there's, a, there's this buildup of distrust, okay, between the, the leader, the initiator, and the people that they're leading or initiating. Uh, the pride gets in the way of building trust and loyalty. They think others are out to get them because they're jealous. They think other people are jealous. I mean, they're so prideful in themselves, they think people are trying to take them out because other people are jealous of them. See, that doesn't work. You know, another thing, they have a failure to seek out feedback. Pride keeps them, you know, pride keeps them, the leader from asking, you know, am am I doing okay? What can I do better? They won't ask those questions. They're selfish and territorial and they have their own agenda. Only, only, um, only comments on themselves, not the team. They never say the team did a great job. I did a great job. These people kind of helped out, right? That's what you hear. Prideful, Leaders and initiators lack accountability. Failure to take responsibility for results and actions. They point the finger. Well, it's because of these people did that. Well, because of you did that, that's why we had this. Well, if it wasn't because if you didn't do such a thing, then we wouldn't be in this position. They will not take any responsibility or accountability for the failures. They love to point fingers. Prideful people also love to play the victim, the woe is me card. Very defensive and blame shifting. They love to shift the blame around. So they get very, 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 very defensive. See, pride can never be satisfied. That's just the bottom line. And I can tell you, and I can contend with this, all sinful behavior can be tracked back to pride. It is the origin of all sin. I challenge you to think about any sin or any kind of evil action and tell me where it doesn't go back to pride because it's going to go back to pride. I'll give you a couple. Lying. It's a sin. Thou shalt not lie, right? It's a sin. Why do people lie? Because they don't want to look bad. They want to say something that they don't want to admit to. That's lying. That's prideful. Thou shalt not steal. Okay, so you're going to go and take something because you want it. Because you can't get it any other means. But you're going to go ahead and take it. Because you want it. Makes you feel good. It's a covetous thing. 
go ahead, do it. We can have a lot of fun with this. I mean, I've had this conversation with tons of people trying to play this little pride game, we call it, and we try to take all these sins that we come up with, like, how about this? How about this? We try to, and invariably, we take every single one of them back to pride. It's just an amazing thing. Scripture does warn us about pride. I mean, in James 4, 6, it says, therefore, it says, God opposes the proud. Now, I'm not sure how you, where you stand with God. I, I stand close with God, a very spiritual person. Not so much religious, but very spiritual. But I don't want to be being opposed by God, okay? So, pride, God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. So, I don't want to be on that side of the opposition. Follow me? And also in Proverbs chapter um, 16, verses 18 and 19 says, Pride goes before the destruction uh, and a haughty spirit before the fall. So, you know, that's, that's another way of saying, a lot of people say it today, pride comes before the fall. So when the fall comes, you can always look back at there were some prideful things that are occurring and decisions we're making on whatever fell. All right? A proud person depends on himself or herself rather than God or higher power, or anyone else. Pride destroys a person from the inside out. There's just never any contentment. And that's why we can't have gratitude or compassion when we're prideful. It'll never materialize. Your needs, your wants, your egos will always be in front of your daily vision. You'll, that's the only thing you'll see is what I need for today, what I need to do for today, what I need to, to, to accomplish today. And when that shrouds your vision of what the worldview of initiator looks like is what do others need today? How can I help others? Pride gets in that way. All right? Now, I don't know how it's there. I don't know why it's there, but it's there. I have some ideas. Because if there's good and bad, light and dark in this world, in this universe, and, and, in, and in this, in this, in this uh, cosm we live in, then something's trying to hold us back from doing the right thing for other people. You can kind of read between the lines of what I'm saying there. So, your needs, wants, and desires will all be, like I said, always be in front of your daily vision. And that contentment, like I said, it will never, ever, ever, ever be, be um, uh, uh, achieved. You always want and want and want. Remember the bookends? The prideful are always on the outside of those bookends. Both of those bookends from Zig Ziglar all the way to Paul that we talked about, in between there was all humility. That's all they talked about. But outside of those bookends is where the pride is. And if you're not inside those bookends, you'll never live the initiator life. In fact, as an initiator, the more people that you will encounter and when you're reaching out with your mission, you're going to encounter their pride. So this is another twofold way of understanding what pride is and recognizing it as well, okay? Pride is very, very, very difficult, and it's going to be something that's going to fight humility, and the war will rage forever, long, long, long after we are gone. But in our space, in our place, and our now, pride and humility will fight for position, and it's up to us which one we're going to let, you know, take take the first place. They are gatekeepers. If we open the gate of humility every day, we walk into the initiator lifestyle. If we, woke, if, if, if we open up the gate of pride every day, we walk into our selfish lifestyle. There's a scale. Um, you know, so if you kind of put pride and, and, and humility next to each other, the higher the humility, the lower the pride. The higher the pride, the lower humility. And you know, the right in the middle could be 50-50. But what, as an initiator, are our humility scale has to be higher, which furthers, further pushes down the pride. Okay? 
So go back and listen through this again, okay? You know, do your self-test. Answer it, answer, it, um, you know, answer it honestly. You have to. And then compare it with humility from last week. I'm not sure of a lot of things in life, but I'm positively certain is that we can never, ever, ever take on the initiator role or a leadership role if we have too much pride. We're going to make mistakes. We have to give ourselves grace for that. That's where the humility comes in. But pride has got to be always focused on, always recognized, and always approached face-to-face. One of the biggest fruits of pride, and I know I listed out a number of them, but we're going to talk about it next week. It's called fear. It is nasty. You need to be prepared for that. But before we get to fear, check in on humility and check in on your pride. And let's get to, let's get to that fear next week. We're ready to almost lift off of this thing and get this initiator life going. We're just putting some more pieces on the ground, okay? Thank you so much for joining and being here. Can't wait to next week talk about some fear. But for now, let's be humble. Let's face pride and let's take it on together. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next week here on Initiators. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much again for listening to the Initiator Podcast. I hope you can take something away from today's time and try it on, apply it to your life and to the lives of those around you. Hey, if you haven't yet, please follow the Initiator Podcast. And while you're there, please leave a rating or even write a review. I'd appreciate any of it. Finally, I have one question for you. I have one ask of you. If you know five people where the Initiator Podcast would truly benefit, please forward this to five people. They could be a combination of your family, your friends, your business associates. It doesn't matter. Just five people, forward it to them. They would appreciate it, and I, of course, will appreciate it. Finally, if you need to get a hold of me, go over to my website. I've put the link in the show notes, so just click that link. It takes you over to my website. There's contact information there if you need to get a hold of me for anything at anytime. Again, thank you for joining Initiators today, and let's be the initiators of change together. Talk with you next week here on Initiators.